Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. When President Joe Biden took office, he made environmental justice a top priority. That included the Justice 40 initiative, which promised to steer 40% of the benefits from federal actions and spending to historically disadvantaged communities. And on Monday, we got an idea about how much the White House has spent to date to meet that goal, $29 billion. But where is that money going? And is it enough to satisfy the concerns of environmental justice advocates who say the White House has been too slow in getting money to the communities who need it most? To answer those questions and more, I spoke with Politico's Zach Coleman about the state of President Joe Biden's environmental justice initiatives and the details behind that $29 billion. It's Tuesday, May 24th. So Zach, the White House is pouring $29 billion into funding for programs to help environmental justice communities. So what would that funding actually help do? That funding is intended to really kind of right the historical wrongs of disinvestment in these communities. There's a whole gamut of programs that are getting this type of funding. You're looking at things like cleaning up abandoned oil and gas wells in energy adjacent communities. You're looking at drinking water resources for low-income households. You're looking at cleaning up Superfund sites. But the interesting thing here is it's not that this is new announcements that the Biden administration made. This is kind of a progress report on what they've already committed to spend and some of the new spending that's come through the infrastructure law that is intended to be part of President Biden's Justice 40 initiative, which aims to steer 40% of the benefits from federal resources to such communities. Gotcha. So more of a progress report, you'd say? Yes, definitely more of a progress report. And they said they're going to have more actions this week on environmental justice. It's yet to be seen what those will entail. There were a couple of other announcements aside from the funding. There was also an update on how the Biden administration is planning on implementing Justice 40. A lot of responses to recommendations for the White House Environmental Justice Advisory Council, which is a group of outside environmental justice advocates and academics who are advising the White House on its environmental justice policies. A lot of updates, but nothing entirely new here, as a lot of activists and advocates in the environmental justice community have pushed the Biden administration for more, 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 and to meet these deadlines that they said they would meet and have honestly passed on so many of them. Yeah. So on the expectations, how is the environmental movement, which, as you said, has been critical of Biden for being too slow in helping environmental justice communities? How are they viewing this latest new announcement? So far, I mean, the response has been pretty muted. I mean, it's certainly something where the environmental justice advocacy community is going to keep monitoring the Biden administration for how this money gets out the door because they're talking about notice of funding opportunities here. That doesn't mean the money has actually gotten to communities. And one of the biggest issues for actually getting money out the door is 
A lot of programs are statutory in nature, and that means they follow formulas that sends money directly to states rather than to the communities the Biden administration wants to target. Now, the Biden administration also said that they've also plussed up discretionary spending, and that means they get to actually take into applications for grants and distribute them directly to the communities they want to help. And that is something that can really get to environmental justice communities. But a lot of these communities also just don't have the resources to apply for these monies, and the federal bureaucracy is challenging and difficult. A lot of them are resource starved and don't have a grant writer on staff at their city or county, and they really need some help navigating this process. So I think that's one of the big issues here for the Biden administration is how do you clear a lot of these obstacles and roadblocks that have kept communities out of the federal grant making process for decades? Like, how are you, by putting more money through this process, it's already proven difficult for communities going to actually solve the problems that communities need to solve? Gotcha. And then on the aforementioned Justice 40. So it still seems like there are unanswered questions with regard to Biden's Justice 40 initiative and how benefits and disadvantaged communities will be defined. So what are those lingering questions? And is the Biden administration expected to provide answers anytime soon? The Biden administration still has to reorient a lot of their programs on environmental justice. I mean, the agencies are the ones that get to implement these programs, but they are also taking guidance from CEQ. And CEQ has not yet been forthright about what is an environmental justice or Justice 40 program. So you need to look to the White House to sort that out. I think that's one of the biggest questions right now. I mean, the CEQ has come through with its environmental justice screening tool, which identifies the census tracts that would qualify as a disadvantaged community that did get quite a bit of pushback from some environmental justice advocates for not including race as a determining factor for a disadvantaged area, whereas a lot of the reasons these activists say that these communities are disadvantaged because of intentionally racist policies. And I think that there's just going to be, you know, a little bit more feeling out on the benefit side of things. It is a squishy term. What is a benefit? Is that money spent? Is that co-benefits? How do you determine that? And there is quite a bit of anxiety about where that will all get defined and how it will all get defined as well. Also, a consultant for Shell, based in the United Kingdom, resigned on Monday after accusing the oil giant of causing extreme harm to the planet. Carolyn Dennett, who has worked for Shell for 11 years, said she can no longer work for the company given its plans to expand fossil fuel extraction. In an email to the company's executives and more than 1,000 employees, she wrote that Shell was, quote, failing on a massive planetary scale to deliver on its pledge to cause no harm with its operations. For context, Shell last year put forward a net zero strategy, but still plans to explore new fossil fuel projects until 2025. A Shell spokesperson said that the company was, quote, determined to deliver on our global strategy to be a net zero company by 2050, and that it had every intention of hitting its targets. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our newsletter at politico.com slash morningenergy. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back tomorrow.
Did you know that Chevron is exploring ways to expand their hydrogen fuel production to help make heavy-duty transport lower carbon? Find out more at chevron.co slash hydrogen fuel.